Welcome to the Flock Podcast, show where we talk about video games, movies, news, and everything else we have been doing throughout the week. I'm Dewey. As always, I'm joined by my good friend, BBQ Skater. Welcome Bob. to Form of Passion. Today we have on this very special guest. I almost wanted to open up with that and be like, <laughs> like so where were you born? When was the first time you opened your eyes? Um, uh, yes, my name is Ace. Uh, good evening. Special Hello. guest. Uh, first off, do you want to give a plug up top of your shit? Yeah, let's get let's let's get that stuff out of the way. Um, for those in the podcast sphere, uh, I host a podcast called Form of Passion, in which I interview people uh, in the realm of hardcore punk and metal music, and uh, just kind of go into their sort of like a inside the actor studio of uh, of people kind of involved in subculture music and just kind of dive into their lives from the beginning to now. If that sounds like something that you would want to check out, you can do so uh, on wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Forum of Passion. Thank you. Nice. Uh, one of my least favorite podcasts because it reminds me of the before times mm. and uh, I just get upset every time I listen to it and want to go to see live music. Again. Yo, for real though? The the after times, quote unquote, are like are like kind of coming. Yeah, I I would say the le- reboot le- legitimately by the end of the year. I mean, at least by summer, you're going to see like like actual attempts. Yeah. Um, but I would say by the end of the year, you're going to be seeing some semblance of like, uh, f- like a beta test. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know, for sure. I mean, th- like. There, in the greater sphere of things, there have been like um, I guess I, I guess it's kind of I guess it's kind of like out there now, so it's not really weird to talk about. But in like East LA, like punk bands there that are like no diss to any of them, but like probably never gonna play outside of like East LA in general. Yeah, um, have been playing shows like <laughs> under like outside like under o- overpasses, like tons of people like all year. Irresponsible, yes, but. I guess now is it like sort of like comes more to light, more people are getting vaccinated and stuff. It's like, I guess a little less crazy. Yeah. I got my first shot today. Did you? I did. Do you feel weird or anything? So it was kind of weird getting it. Like after I got it, like I was just really sleepy hmm. and like it took a long time to get because like he had to like it, the spoon took a long time to like Heat totally up. get hot. Gotcha. Yeah. And then this like, was, a, do- this was oh. a practice or did you find this? it was uh, at a gas station behind, okay. behind the gas station. That's kind okay. of similar to mine. And it's like it took a long time to get the spoon hot enough. And then like I just was passed out for like a couple hours. Gotcha. Oh, chill. And now all I want is just, like a, my second dose. Like I just can't stop thinking. about I, it. Yeah, that was that was a similar experience to mine. People yeah. keep, keep I got my first it. one. Yeah. And I don't have my second one yet. And I just, I wake up and that's all I really want. Yeah, I just, I like, I steal VCRs to sell, to get money, to get the other one. Like, I just want it so bad. Everyone keeps talking about how much they want the vaccine, but they only get it like once or twice. And it's like, if you're really about it, you'll get it like five times. Yeah, I want it all, I want like as many as I can get. I can't stop thinking about it. I'm itchy right now because I haven't had my other vaccines. The concept of stealing a VCR in 2021 (laughs) to sell is really funny. To a pawn store that's like, uh, we don't take these anymore. What is this? (laughs) Oh man. What, uh, but yeah, what's, yeah, what's been, what's been going on with you guys? What's what's up? Shit. Shit. It's the same thing every week, mate. Well, not really. Same thing every week. It's completely different, but. I I listen every week, so I I kind of hear 
This I finally finally finished. I think last week was so I finally finished the Snyder Cut. Ooh. Oh, tell tell me, talk to me. I've seen people talk about it. Talk to me about this. I don't really understand. What is it? What okay. who's Snyder? Uh, he makes pretzels, I think. But okay, cool. In in On relation to this, he was the f- the original director of the Justice League. Yeah. Okay. And he quit due to some. I think his wife passed away. Yeah, I think his wife died. Oh, damn. And he like dropped out of it and they replaced him with, was it two people back to back? They replaced him with someone and then they replaced that person with, uh, was it Joss Whedon? Yeah, who did yeah, the, yeah, yeah, Joss most, Whedon. Who did the actual theatrical cut? Yes. I have a, I have a quick question before yes. you continue. Uh, the original Justice League, I did not I did not see. As I, I don't really watch a lot of the DC um, stuff. What, but what, but objectively, was it good or did it really suffer from these directorial changes? From, yeah, from what I've heard, it's, it's dog shit, and they like a- ADR or whatever over people, and they like Ooh. just they just like added in quippy lines, and they tried to make they're like, oh, let's make a Marvel movie. That's where- that's the Joss Whedon version. Yes, okay. exactly. Yeah. So it's so it's it's poor. The original cut. The original, the original yeah. cut. People don't like. Apparently, do you like it? I don't. I I don't know anything about comic books. Okay, I so I'm seeing this solely as an outsider, and I don't did, understand what they're about to begin with. Did you see the Did you see the Josh Sweden yeah. cut? Okay, yeah. and you were like fine with it. I didn't understand what was going on, but it was like oh, I was enter- I, I sat there like a child and was entertained. Sure. Yeah, 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 for four okay. hours. No, no, the Josh Sweden cut is normal movie oh, length. Got you. Wait, so did you see the Schneider cut? Yeah. Okay, so you've seen Sh- both the now. Schneider cut. Schneider. I have, Schneider. Schneider. at this point Schneider I've seen cut. both of them. The Schneider cut is. So his his vision, because he was trying to, I think his deal was he was like aping the Christopher Nolan Batman vibe mm-hmm. oh. and trying to make it like Darker. super dark and serious. Yeah. And and when I guess the, his original version, when they gave that to the studio, was like, oh, this is a four hour cut and it's super dark and serious. And they were just like, we can't do anything with this. Yeah. yeah. So they had like rushed out these... The, the re-edits um okay. it's super long it's in four three aspect ratio which mm-hmm. is weird to watch in t- 2021 it's i mean if you if you like that type of thing people say that it's a better version of what the theatrical cut is okay but i don't understand what's happening in either of these movies mm. so i was totally lost and it was like homework to watch it i mean i mean if if we're talking comic movies in general like uh personally it's just like at at this point like it's how do i explain this it's almost like i don't want any more but when they come out i'm probably gonna go see them yeah just because almost like almost like a cultural thing or and it's not to say that they're not entertaining but it's just like it, it it's just like i like it's so much at this point yeah you know like because because initially when when the marvel universe concept came out i was like that seems cool when when they were like when they did like the like this is what we're gonna be doing over the next 10 years kind of thing i was right. like oh i was like okay like you know sure like i was like I, some of these will be cool like you know i'm my comic book reading is uh as a child was like not necessarily marvel um, actually, do like Dewey. You'll appreciate that. it was more like the 
Archie brand, yeah, like Sonic and Knuckles comic yeah. type stuff. And <laughs> yeah, like, we, that's when we had you on. We I think we yeah. talked about Sonic lore, dark, like Dark Horse stuff. Yeah, like but but not not Marvel and not uh, not DC because that stuff is so. It, it's that's so intimidating to get into because it's yeah. like yo, there's so much of it that yeah. it's just like where do you even yeah. you know you're not gonna you're not gonna complete so to speak this, yeah. and that's kind of what I feel like the Marvel franchise feels like now is it's yeah. like oh it's just so dense and you know whatever and so for you as a person and DC being something different you as a person that's seen that has no context it's like you're like okay what I'm watching is entertaining but like. It's four hours of, you know, it's okay. So it's set up as chapters. Okay. And if you watch those chapters as a movie and like take a couple days in between, it's a lot more digestible because oh, it's sure. not like a fucking four hour, like I'm sitting here waiting to do anything else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and I would say that this, the Schneider cut is a little easier to watch because the Joss Whedon version it's super confusing, especially to me because I don't know anything about it. But it's super confusing because there's so much like plot exposition that they either brush over or don't even address mm-hmm. in the Joss Whedon version. Okay. And this one, they like painstakingly address every single part of the plot sure. where it's like, I don't need 15 minutes of like cyborg's backstory. Like, you could just tell me he's a robot and like, yeah. that's fine. I'm good with that. So like, I don't know. With Cyborg, is I uh, I don't know much. Is Martian Manhunter in it? I don't think so. He is. Is he? He is. He is. Oh shit. Okay. I like him. And and I didn't understand what his deal was because his his only real plot point. He's alien. Was at one point he he disguises himself as Superman's mom, Mm. and they have a conversation with Lois Lane. About like hopes and dreams and stuff, and then it like when he leaves, he turns back into Martian Manhunter, and it was like that was weird. It didn't really make any sense. Why would he be motivated to have that conversation? Is he he sort of like Marvel's answer to Vision? I don't know what that is. Uh, You you, do you can because I feel like I I feel like I don't know who came first, but I don't know either. But I feel like their powers are similar. Yeah, the kind of like robot esque person like detached phasing cold. through things yeah. like changing your appearance yeah. and and whatnot like I mean I could be dead wrong. Um okay. I don't know. I don't know how so out of five stars what are we talking? I did I didn't enjoy it. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know if my, I'm I'm definitely not the audience. My whole thing is that I've heard good things about it, but for the longest time people have been screaming online like give us the Schneider cut, whatever. And I've just been like this is so annoying. That yeah. I, and it's always like because they want the edgy, gritty movie. Right. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't really like I've I don't never think been it's, a fan of DC. It's not necessarily a good look to reward that behavior either. Yeah. Mm, of like true t- Twitter, yeah, you know, reactionaries being like, We need release this. Please do it. Yeah. Release it. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like cause cause then that sets a precedent of like, okay, well now when like that now when something comes up like this, like Yeah. No, you gotta do and it. And then I, I think uh 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 what's his name? Peter Peter uh fuck who did the who did the newest Ghostbusters? Ooh. Was it you said with Peter Peter Jackson? No. No. That's that's a little P- Paul Paul Feig. Okay. I think what, Paul, what else has he done? Like terrible comedies from the late twenty tens. 
2010s like era like i think he did bridesmaids oh bridesmaids is pretty good though but uh, of, like of, shit of like that, that style sure 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 bridesmaids is an exception to a rule because most movies like that are trash right yeah right. but that one's good just like bad like like quote-unquote raunchy comedies like yeah. that's kind of yeah those thing. fucking suck i okay. shitted oh. <laughs> and i think he tweeted like there's a like two and a half hour cut of Ghostbusters 2016, uh, <laughs> and it's like no one the, wants no that. No one wants the bait that, for like no one to right, go right. for. Like no just praying that, that someone's going to be like, yes, release it. And and more to the point of like Marvel stuff. The reason I would go out and watch one of those is like I'm already invested, and and it's not even like a like oh fuck yeah new voice. It's like I guess I'll do this because I've already seen all the other ones. Like that's how I, that's me. I'm that's already exactly on the fucking ride. Let's let's fucking go. I guess. Yo, actually to that point, I think if I never watched one at all, and someone was like, "Do you want to watch one now?" I'd like look at how much there was, and I'd be like, "Oh, dude, no. yeah, no, 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 no. like, yeah. woo, we're, we're not going down there." And I talked about a few weeks ago how I started rewatching some of the stuff and i got to thor t- the second thor movie mm-hmm. shit stinks it is it's, a bad movie yeah some of those are not good <laughs> and like i'm like i was just like a slog going through and i was like i can't even watch this at work like <laughs> this is just like n- i'm not doing it for me so i might go back and finish that whole thing of going through it but like that's only because You've i already have started the, i already i've already seen all the movies i'm just revisiting because i'm bored and yeah. i have the time but I, I yeah. wouldn't put it past anyone to be like, hell no. You've already started. So yeah. I, I would say I would say do it. And like that is the type of thing that I would do. The, having already seen them, I'm like, oh, well now. Because like I feel like when they originally came out, you're not watching them yeah. as if they're part of a greater umbrella yeah. when the original ones came out. But yep. now I feel like it makes more sense to, to piece together. Yeah. A lot of people probably didn't even see the graphic of like, here we have the next 50 years of your life planned out for yeah. every Marvel movie. Get <laughs> ready. Mark your calendars. <laughs> I can't wait. So that's that's nice. That's a good use of four hours of your time. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I watched the new Kong and Godzilla. What's up oh, with that? Shit. Talk about it. It's fun. Cool. I mean, I'm down. It's I... straight up dumb as hell. Cool. Like written by a sixth grader. Good. <laughs> like could not be like make any like nothing makes sense. Sure. Just like stuff happens. And it's like, yeah, why not? Not, honestly, not? it should be. The original kaiju movies like that. It's the same thing. It like none of the shit makes sense in that either. Right. Yeah. Like I remember like so I have I may have gotten rid of them um or sold them or given them away, but I have no, dude, I think I might still have these. I have like a ton of like old kaiju like Godzilla movies and stuff. Yeah. And at, at, when I'm five watching them, it's like, oh yeah, like Mothra's here, just shows up, yeah. you know, whatever or like, you know, like uh I swear Ultraman is in one of them or something just out of nowhere. That is Jet Jaguar. Oh, Jet. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Jet Jaguar is a Ultraman lookalike. Yeah, it looks a lot like Ultraman. (laughs) I think was designed by a a 10-year-old kid. See, and and that's, and so like if I don't, if you're going to a Godzilla movie and you're like, I cannot wait to watch some elevated I cinema. But see, I can't wait till they talk about the uh, the nuclear bomb that went off and how this is an allegory. But, the, but that like Shoei era uh, Godzilla stuff, it's it's has a certain camp to it inherently because it's a guy in a costume. Sure. That it like, it kind of lends itself to like the goofier plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this still has the goofy plot and like the nonsensical like techno babble. Mm-hmm. But it's like, done in this like ultra serious like super high definition like special effects millions of dollars special effects oh yeah but it's just like it doesn't make it like they defibrillate king kong with a spaceship like it's so fucking stupid yo 
I swear they defibrillated him in a different movie or like replaced his they heart replaced his or heart something. with Mecha Kong's heart or whatever. What yeah. movie was that in? I think that's the, it's like a 70s era yeah. King Kong movie, I think. I remember it Son of Kong. I remember it looking like, like kind of good for whatever the era was. It looks was. crazy. Yeah. yeah. I remember that one. I was like, oh, like, because I loved like King Kong Godzilla movies growing up. I haven't seen this yet. I'm going to tackle it this week. But um, I, I do remember the last, what was the last Godzilla movie? Which, which one are we talking about? Shin Godzilla was Shin the one- Godzilla was the last Toho Jap- like Japanese Godzilla movie. And then I have not seen that one, but I heard a really good really thing. Extremely good. good. Yeah, I heard really good Directed things. by the dude who did Evangelion. Y'all talked about it on here. Yeah. Probably. Okay, that's remember when I hear you Even uses about. like music from Evangelion. That was Damn. mad hype. There's a whole there's a whole part where he's like an embryo basically, like yeah. wriggling around the city. Oh, and no. it's fucking insane. Oh yeah, he like changes form yeah. a bunch. Yes. And it, 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 yes. and like it's like uh I mean being by the same dude who did Evangelion, uh, I I imagine there's some kind of like commentary. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, the yeah. whole the whole story is like the, it has to deal with the bureaucracy of like, all right, we need to hit him with the missile, and then it's like it goes through like five scenes of the chain of command before they can actually mm-hmm. decide on something. There's okay. like there's like meetings about having meetings in the mm-hmm. movie. It's, okay. it's that kind of shit. I got it. I got yeah. it. I remember y'all talking about it now. Yeah. Um, but uh, okay, so yeah, who wins? Skip fifteen seconds ahead if you don't want to. Yeah, know. if you don't want to. It's it's probably like a it's okay. Tie. They introduce uh, as in. With every movie where it's superhero versus superhero, they always introduce a third party that they team up against. Sure. So they introduce Mechagodzilla. That's what I already heard about this. Okay. Okay. And and they beat up Mechagodzilla, and then they're they're like, deuces, we're we're homies now. So they they dap up and they dap up. uh, (laughs) Kong hits the dab on the way out, and then they're, they're like friends. See, and what's interesting is that the original Godzilla versus King Kong also, yeah. I don't know if either of y'all know the answer to this. Whoever's listening, please, please at me at Ace Edge on anything and tell me if you know Ace X Edge. Please tell me if you know the answer to this. The original King Kong versus Godzilla, I had it on VHS. Uh, they fight. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, Godzilla's nowhere to be found in the rubble yeah. and King Kong is swimming away. Yes. But I heard yes. that the Japanese version is different. Yes. The Japanese think, the think. Japanese different the that Japanese version is vaguely different because it shows that same cut, but at the very end it just has Godzilla screaming. Yeah. So mm. it's like, oh but in, in the American version there's no Godzilla screaming. But I think that is literally the only difference is like that it leaves it more up to interpretation. Is the do they, do they show do they show King Kong swimming away in the Japanese yes. version? Oh, okay. So it's it's like a tie. All yeah, right. exactly. Okay. So whereas in the American version, you don't hear that scream. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. The Japanese versions of Godzilla hates the American versions of Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> Understandably, in, in, oh, I think yeah. even in in uh, Godzilla Final Wars, which is like a two thousands era yeah, Godzilla yeah, yeah. movie, he like kills the Matthew Broderick like. American Godzilla. Oh, and in, in retrospect, that Godzilla was so whack. So mm-hmm. whack. Looked whack. Like the whole story was whack. It was, yeah. I don't. So, one thing I really don't like about this, like, universe of Godzilla mm-hmm. is. Kaijuverse? Is they. In the American version, Godzilla. So, normally, Godzilla is a commentary on nuclear armament and, like, safely, like, 
denuclearization of the world because it's a i mean japan is like they know they know yeah so it's like a warning of like atomic energy is bad like don't fuck with it Mm -hmm. that's what created godzilla all of the monsters that godzilla fights are usually from space or created by someone else so it's a lot of like yes. that type of like imagery of like a, a foreign body trying to like invade your homeland mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. There's like a lot of commentary there. In the American ones, all of these monsters just come Big from monster do fight. They come from under the ground in yeah. like Middle Earth or whatever. Yeah, and like there's no there's no like symbolism there. There's no like imagery. Like it doesn't have any of the weight of like what godzilla means to japanese culture yeah there's no greater there's no greater aspect to it it's just it's just like yeah cartoon monster fight cartoon monster how are we gonna get the monsters to fight it's american it's american gladiators yeah and it's yeah like that's just kind of like if i was a japanese person and i was like oh i love godzilla it means so much to like this culture it would be super insulting to see that just like they throw all out at the window and it's just like look the lizard fights the monkey. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And and it was interesting is that a lot of kaiju movies, I think, the ones in Asia are like are commentaries on things like um oh man. What I'm I'm like I'm, I don't remember the name because I haven't seen this movie, but I know about it. It's the same it's Korean. It's about a monster that lives in a river. Yeah. You it, know what I'm talking about? So this is also I've been doing Godzilla research. This is a story where Mem- like someone in South Korea basically kidnapped one of the original dudes who did Godzilla and then was basically forcing him to make movies. Whoa. Be- and then eventually not really held at... There's a whole story on it. I think that Crunchyroll did a video on it if you want to go watch it. But it's basically like South Korea kidnaps this dude basically by saying that his wife is there and then whoa uh, i did not know this and then they make him make this movie and then he goes on to like kind of being like whatever about the kidnapping and then they're just like he's just like there there's like a huge thing damn um but yeah it's like it's like a another kind of kite it's like basically a ripoff of godzilla but he like eats people at some point yeah he he does he eats like a bell or something i can't remember um that's like it's a commentary on something though on some kind of on, on like something culturally there. Yeah. I want to say this director also made more than one type of thing. I'm trying to remember what it's connected to. It's I, I like when little kaiju things have their own universe, kind of like the Cloverfield stuff. Yeah. You know, which unfortunately, like across the span of those three installments, so to speak, I think like kind of lost the plot somewhere in there if one ever existed. But conceptually, it was like kind of cool because that was their intention. Their intention when they made Cloverfield was they're like, we want to make the American version of we're trying to give America its own homegrown Godzilla yeah. is what they were trying to do. Right. right. And, uh, but you know, um, okay. So you would, you know, out of five stars, what are we thinking? I mean, it's a lot of fun. Okay. Five stars. All right, five. Right. It's fun. It's really stupid. Okay. Uh, acting is awful. Good. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown just like her turnaround from the last movie. Mm-hmm. You see the last one? Yes, I did. So in that one, it's like, you know, she's super serious and it's like, you know, whatever family drama is happening and yeah. it's like that. 
And this one, it's she's part of like the comic relief squad in this <laughs> nice. one, and it's like so weird and jarring and like <laughs> yeah, it's it's really toilet it's, flush sound. It's a fun movie. Watch it. Watch it for free if you can. I'll also right, the, right. the video is called Godzilla versus Pel- Pelagiosauri or something. North Korea's Godzilla ripoff is wilder than you think. I'll oh no, the- I'm talking about something completely different. If it's North Korea. Oh, okay, yeah. I was thinking South. Oh, this Korea. is North Korea. This is North Korea. Whoa. Interesting. No, yeah. What I was talking Which about kidnapping and everything. Yeah, that a makes lot a lot more, more yeah. sense. <laughs> there, it's like somebody out there is listening to this, being like, I can't believe you don't know the fucking name of mm-hmm. like you know what it is. I. Like maybe it's called like underneath or something. I don't know. Weeaboo, but. Weeaboo William is yelling. Yeah, right he's like, I can't <laughs> believe you just don't fucking know what you're talking about, you idiot. But um, yeah, like I'll I'll like look it up. Maybe you can put it in the show notes or something. Definitely. Um, shit. Uh, all right. There was one thing that I forgot to bring up before we even got into everything. Mm-hmm. What? Hope you're hungry. <laughs> it's time for Dusty Candy. Yes. Okay. Yo, yes, dude. This is a segment of the show that we usually do before we talk about anything where we uh, find some dusty candy. And I just happened to have gone to Michael's, which this candy wasn't as dusty as I wish it was. Is it not? Is it just paint? Or what, it, what is this? This is whorehound old fashioned hard candies. Yo, I got it. The guy who made Parasite made a movie called Host. Oh, oh yeah, Host. Yeah. 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 So that's like another kind of like okay. monster movie. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. Um, Post is good. Yeah. No, I know. Like, I, I hear it's really good. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen it, but. All right. Sorry, Candy. Let's Have you guys. Go. So, basically, anyone who doesn't know, we. Coleman basically goes to Big Lots every time he comes here. <laughs> Other. And person, buys some garbage. And buys some shit candy. So, I was like, I'm going to pick up the. I'm going to pick up the reins. And I picked up some whorehound old fashioned hard candies. Have you guys ever had this before? Whorehound? Yes. H O R E H O U N D. Okay. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, right, I'm gonna give you guys some. You know, I'm fucking amped up. Let's fucking. Oh, I dropped this. Thing. Oh, it looks like it comes in a uh, like a rolling Ooh. tobacco package. Oh, that's a lot. Ooh, yeah, let's fucking go, dude. This is hard candy. You eat this on the trail. <laughs> you eat. You eat this out there on the trail. I was all right. So it, this is hard candy. Yes. Because I was about to bite into it. No, don't do that. I was gonna give you extra because I know that you usually are like, give me some more of that bullshit. Okay, yo, I've eaten something similar to this before. Made okay. with natural whorehound herb tea. What is a whorehound? Uh, hey, sex positive dog. Let me for the for the listeners out there. Let me tell you what's good with this. You know those little A and W barrels, uh-huh. the little candies that uh-huh. are A and W uh-huh. barrels. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. These taste like that, oh. but have granulated sugar on the outside. And the root beer taste is not as pronounced, but it's kind of a similar. It kind of gives me a like a, a Ricola vibe. Without the menthol. Yeah. And also the the like aftertaste is not very good. I don't hate this. It's now, not, it is made in the USA. No respect, dude. But uh, I don't hate this. This is what I'll say. I don't know on what day I'm choosing this over... Almost anything else. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what day. When it's when you have uh, when you have worms in your farm animals. You'll give them uh, whorehound because it's good at expelling worms from agricultural animals. So does this make you shit? I don't think so. Do we? When you're doing, those. I don't see anything about that. But it will get the worms out of you. Okay, as of 2016, um, 
there is no good evidence that it has any value as medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. I think we're good. Fuck good. yeah. I don't, yo, excuse thing. I don't want no damn medicine. Yeah. I know we talked about vaccine and shit before. Was that, were you recording? Yes. Oh, were you talking about the vaccine? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I, know. I had a good joke about it. Okay, good. Yeah, it was so, very funny. Earlier. Yeah, yeah, we're talking. About, you know, you know, uh, you know, like we're talking about the vaccine before. Here's the thing: I don't really fuck with medicine otherwise. <laughs> don't give me no medicine. I don't either. Grandma <laughs> knew about the soothing benefits of horehound herbal tea. That's the same natural flavor that is found in Clayton's household house horehound old fashioned hard candies. I'm not going to read the rest of it because it's probably just all snake oil. It is ingredients include sugar, corn syrup, natural whorehound herb, and uh, caramel color. <laughs> just color, just for color ingredients. I love when the ingredient is a color. <laughs> so, anyways, it's a good sign. These are fine. This is delicious, actually. See, that's why I gave you extra because I knew it. You want the you want the bag? No, thank you. Okay, that would be a little too much sugar for my mouth. <sighs> there hey. is kind of a weird taste going on. Yeah, some, right. Some it's like a, it's like the aftertaste that's not very good. Is it sarsaparilla? No, it's like sassafras. It's like rassafras. It's like dark root beer, but like not like good dark root beer. But I'm saying like it's like the negative. It's diet root beer. Yeah, I guess so. It's like evil root beer. Evil root beer. Uh, anyways, did you have anything else that you did this week? Uh, a great movie and a terrible one. Uh, started playing for the first time in probably three years. Fallout seventy six on PC. Oh damn! It's very different than uh, than the golden age of they, that game. Hey, they have NPCs now. They have NPCs now, and it's still very broken. Hmm. Go figure. Got nothing else to say about it really. It's kind of fun. I would like to play that game someday. It's free on Games Pass. I know I, I know. say that wrong, but that's how I say it. I need to get that. I've never played any of those. Um, just imagine you're playing like an RPG that crashes all the time or oh. is really buggy. Okay, that sounds uh, a first person shooter that first person shooter that RPG. looks really bad. Yeah, um, you clip through a lot of things. Uh, like okay. when you when you open a door and go into a room, everything in the room that is an object that is movable will kind of like shake a little bit. <sighs> yeah, when you walk in like that kind of thing. Okay. Makes the game easier. Yeah. <laughs> Let's you know where things are. Let's you know where stuff is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty fun. Okay. I haven't played it. it. They did fix a bunch of things that were super broken about the original release. And then they've added a lot of other stuff that is at least makes the world interesting. Because at first it was just like super barren. Yeah. And just like. That's what I, I played it at launch and I was just like this. Why? Cool. There's one robot it maybe every three towns that will be like. That gives you a fetch Go quest. find <laughs> empty bottles and then like okay. Yeah. So they've added like a couple more interesting things. Um, We're not that far into it yet. I'll, I'll report back next week and see mm. how much has changed but okay. that's kind of uh, been the extent of my media and game intake. Okay. Nice. All right, you got, you, nice. got, you got a couple movies in there. You got the game that's bad. Two, <laughs> one of the movies is bad. So yeah, yeah. One. This is like three. a reoccurring theme, <laughs> kind of a theme for anyone me. who's been listening. So, uh, Ace, do you want to go tell us yeah. about your thing? You told me you have a lot. I do. Um. So, what I will, uh, what I will kind of put out there. Um, y'all can ask about what 
Okay, I have a question. Yeah. Did you finished Beverly Default? Yes. Okay. You finished default? it? Yeah, I finished Damn. it pretty quickly. Um, it's not inc- it's not super long of a game. I also yeah. played it a lot. Um, yeah. I probably got like... It's the best way to beat a game. 40 or 50 hours Damn. in there. It's a good game. Um, But, uh, but I'm... I do not play a lot of RPGs like at like peak. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like peak efficiency. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I, I sort of caveman a lot of stuff. Like, you know, um, can't imagine that from you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Um, in regards to. Uh, in regards to like just the JRPGs in general. It's kind of similar to Octopath mm-hmm. in a way, um, except you don't have eight. You have, you know, just you have four. You don't get any other characters. Rest of the game, you get these Ooh. people very quickly. Okay, so the dynamic is very like turn based. You're working with four from pretty much the get go, almost. Um, you do get an occasional support character, but you have no control over them. Okay. They just kind of randomly will like hook it up help out i like that um story wise it was fine nothing new though yeah like it like a very like uh there's like by the books rpg yeah and which which i'm kind so did you play the other bravely default no okay Uh, but they have nothing to do with one another Mm -hmm. it's like a final fantasy gotcha type thing okay here's the thing uh, the the braving default setup of gameplay in that is um it is wild to me they named the game after that because yeah. it is really not that like yeah all it really is is do you want your character to defend this it literally you know how you you play JRPG and you have the option to defend sometimes yeah. this all, gi- this the game just gives you a better reason to defend yes because it gives you an additional movement it gives you an additional active so instead of attacking once you're going to attack twice or mm-hmm. two or three times something like that i don't know why they were like this is such a crazy good dynamic that we need to name the fucking game after this i don't really know well pokemon's original name was growl growl <laughs> <laughs> um, so exactly like um but um you get so the i guess interesting thing about it is like uh your four characters, like you can change their class at will at like, mm-hmm. like the farther along you go in the game, you get these, you get something called an asterisk, which you can apply to whatever character and it will change them to like, um, like a tank type character. That's like a, call like a defender or like a, a valiant, I think is one or, and like, I'm not gonna list all of them because there's literally like 20 something. There's yeah. like a lot. Um, but uh, I think I I finished it with, um I I got all three. I think there's four endings. I got one of them is like really arbitrary and stupid. It's like you you get at the beginning of the game pretty much by not playing the game. Yeah. Um. But I got the other the other three real ones, and I used um something I think it was called like a brave sword, uh black mage, uh kind of like a knight. It's called a valiant, and then like a white mage. Nice. I usually Classic. in yeah in any JRPG if I have an option I'm usually trying to have white mage black mage um or at Unity. least at least offensive offensive uh spellcaster healing spellcaster like like defend like warrior and then I don't really give a fuck about whatever the last one is I just kind of auxiliary you know yeah but um like Chocobo 
Yeah, just throw that motherfucker thief. in there. Yeah, actually, I think I played Thief for most of this game yeah. with the the main dude. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, if you like JRPGs a lot, I I'd say get it. I think like Octopath, and the reason I compare them to is that in retrospect, Octopath was uh, story wise like fine, but actually, in my opinion, but actually not like yeah crazy it, it like wasn't like like a crazy insane story yeah. you know whatever um but visually it's very pretty mm-hmm. that's this game looks gotcha. cool there's some accessory stuff that's cool stories like pretty basic uh a lot of a lot of fetch side quests nice. a lot of them this this seems really good for me because i have a lot of analysis paralysis when it comes to too many characters and like oh, yeah and like older rpg jrpgs like you'll have your party but then the people on the back bench won't get any like levels up. So knowing that you only have four characters and you just have to worry about those four characters is like, thank God. Like, I just don't have to worry about it. I can change their class if I need to, but I don't have to worry about like, oh, now I got to switch out party members so these guys can get leveled up. And like, <laughs> uh, oh, now I'm going against a boss who's weak to fire, but my character who uses fire is like level four compared to all my guys who are 20. And oh, like dog, that. that's why I didn't. Like the the secret ending in Octopath. That's yeah. why I didn't do it. Yeah, because uh, I played with the four people for like pretty much the whole game, and then yeah. you get to like the Galdara, like the secret last boss. Yeah, and you have to use all eight, and it's like, well, I didn't level those other people. Yeah. at all. And now it's time to grind or get fucked. Or yeah, and I'm just not gonna, you know, <laughs> yeah. this game had a healthy amount of grinding, but not too much. That's good. Yeah. Thankfully. From from everything I've heard about this game and I've been wanting to play it, I'm just playing another like four RPGs at the same time. Yeah. It's like it's just very good by the books. JRPG. It's very by the book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it it does a good job at what it's doing, but it's not reinventing any wheels. Yeah. Um let's see it. Did that. Um I'm playing a new game right now which I didn't really know about. I don't know if you guys know anything about. It, it, I guess there's two of them currently. There's it's called Ori and the Blind Forest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess it came out in 16. Yeah, something like that. And then Ori, Will of the Wisps. Yes. Yeah. I, and so I saw someone post Will of the Wisps and mm-hmm. recommended it. And I was like, uh, I was like, oh, like I'm going to try to play both these. So I've been playing that. And be it as I like things like Hollow Knight mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's kind of platformy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, Metroidvania. Yeah. I think this got compared to like easy Hollow Knight, quote unquote, when yes. it first came out. That's so that's a hundred percent how I would describe it. Yeah. it. It is it is easy Hollow Knight. I've heard nothing but good things about it. It's yeah, no, same. it's beautiful. It's the story is like I don't really a hundred percent understand it yet because but that's how the presentation is. Um but uh no, I mean it's it's cool. Like I I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm getting through it pretty easily. Hollow Knight took me, I put hours yeah and i like to be to be like real i set hollow knight down sometime in 2020 and re and picked it back up recently to uh actually like let's see what i need to do i need to beat the white palace and then beat the radiance mm-hmm. and i did um and i i got to the last boss in the grim troop thing and he's like the hardest boss ever so i just said fuck that i'm not doing that yeah um but um but playing this is so much easier by comparison yeah. it's funny i got back into hollow knight and I, I had been playing hades and even though their controls and the dynamic is like different i went back to playing hades and i was like oddly so much better 
at Hades after playing Hollow Knight. I don't know why that is, but it's, you, it still has that like twitchy controls where it's like you need to do exactly what you need to execute perfectly or else your you strike mechanic is very simple. It's yeah. like you're like striking the same and, and, and whatnot, dodging things and stuff. So, yeah. um, yeah, Hades is another one. I got, I'm like, I think I'm at like a hundred percent on that. Um, yeah, that's, that's the stuff I've been, oh, I think there's something else in there. I remember I played night nights and bikes after you talked about it on here. You like I, it? I did like it. Okay. Um, I, I liked it. I played something similar to that as well. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, oh, Night in the Woods, because you talked about hey, that. Hey, hey. Great game. Really good, isn't it? Really, really good. If anybody knows about other games that are like that, if they exist, please tell me. I think that studio's done a couple other games. I don't know if they're in the same vein as Night in the Woods. It's a very particular vein. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't really know anything else to to, to, to describe that as. Um, I did that. So that's been my my game stuff. Um, and let's see. I've been watching. Uh, I, I just finished this docu series mm-hmm. called uh, "Can't Get You Out of My Head," which I won't go too deep into because it's a very difficult thing to go deep into. But, um. On a podcast I listened to, the director was interviewed, and I just like I like the things he was saying or whatever. But a friend of mine, uh, Cheddar, he was like, "Yo, did you actually watch the like the documentary that he was talking about there?" And I was like, "No." He goes, "Yo, you should check it out. It's essentially I haven't really seen anything done like this. The press, it's all on YouTube. Can't get you out of my head. Look it up. There's six parts. Mm-hmm. It's BBC. It shows." examples of things throughout history but does no explanation of what they have to do with one another and so you're watching it and you're like and it does a really good job of transitioning from thing to thing but you're like what does like these little snippets are interesting but what do they have to do with one another so, hold on what's the what's what, when you say things from history, what what is what does that mean? All right, so I'll, I like like it's easier to give you to give information about that than it is the overarching umbrella of the thing. So, for okay. example, it starts out with like uh, in the first episode they talk about two guys at one point that go to a bowling alley, and they're talking about uh, they're like having a philosophical discussion. These guys are in the I think they end up in the army later, but they're having a discussion. One of them thinks that reality. Um, is chaotic. The universe is chaos. Okay. And we as sentient beings, as like as like people and stuff, apply uh reason to that chaos mm-hmm. to kind of like make our own order. Sure. The other dude was like, no, there is an absolute order to the universe, and our existence is the chaotic part within it or something of that nature. Okay. So like it's so it, like they'll have that, and then they go on to talk about how one of them wanted to join the army, or maybe both of them. And this guy meets somebody in the army and he's like, um, he's like, oh, I want to write a book about this guy. How this guy approaches the world is exactly like what I think is the correct way to like kind of apply this order to it or like or to to kind of like remove yourself from it, blah, blah, blah. Dude turns out to be Lee Harvey Oswald. Okay. And like, so it's like, yeah. So it's like, you're like, oh, whoa. And but then so they'll finish or they'll stop talking about that. And then go on to this like longer discussion about like the wife of Chairman Mao huh. and how she like used to be an actress. So it's just and- like a hard break from one story to a next or are they, they linking them throughout the. They're not doing a lot of linking. They go back to some of the people sometimes. So it's like, all right, 
That was Lee Harvey Oswald, and that's like a reveal that it was Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, but the, the transitions are softer than that, though. Okay. It'll go to like maybe like a the film the the montage aspect of this is really cool. So uh, it's not like it's not like oh this crazy philo- philosophical discussion. And what's your name, Lee? Lee Harvey Oswald, and then cut to credits, and then next scene. It'll be like it'll be like that, and then it'll be like 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 an so this this dude Adam Curtis has access to the BBC library of all of their like film, like everything that they've ever filmed, which apparently is like like dummy thing, insane. Yeah, I can imagine. So what he would just do is like in between these like little things, he would just like put uh like like visual of like war stuff or like of like just people at a beach or you know like people just in the street or whatever with like music kind of going is this new or old this is brand new 2021 yeah this is brand new it's six parts they're about an hour each like the last one is two hours but it basically talks about all these different examples of things um throughout like history predominantly the 20th century and uh or you got that right are we in the, we're in the 21st now 20th century yes i'm living the 22nd oh let's fucking Holy go dude. Shit. and get to uh and until they get to now but basically and like this isn't a huge reveal but it might actually make watching this a little more enjoyable what the dude is presenting the whole time is he's presenting uh he's a he's like basically like here are examples of people trying to uh, create a better future for either themselves or the people around them by whatever means that they deem like, you know, to be like like a good idea. For example, Lee Harvey Oswald like wasn't like, albeit his intentions were malicious to kill the president or whatever. He thought that would be a better for people like as a whole, right? Yeah. you know? And like, so it's kind of like, you then you start like look, thinking back to all the things they presented throughout like the, the series and you're like, Oh, okay. Now I see what these situations like the the through line here. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Whereas before you're not given that at all. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's it's like for those that are into like analytical stuff, uh, you know, ph- ph- philosophy and everything, you know, what have you, <clears throat> check it out. It's, does anyone it's, it's worth uh it. does anyone step on a rake and it hit him in the nards? Uh, no, I'm sorry, it's not really like That's that. The things I like to watch. If you like that, this is not really like that. Okay, but uh, it is free. Might so. want to try the Three Stooges though. Ah, that's what it is. Yeah. There's there's parts where uh he takes his fingers and Boink. does like a two fingers and yeah. pokes the other guy in the eyes, yeah. but he blocks it with his hand. Yeah, it's like that. Okay. Yeah, it's uh actually you know what I changed my mind. There's actually a ton of that. Lee Harvey Oswald does that, right? <laughs> he does that. Okay. He does that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait till the end; it gets really good. Yeah, they talk about that in there. Um, but yeah, watch that, and then um, that that might be it for me. That might be all of my it's all of pretty, my stuff recently. Pretty stacked, things. strong. Yeah, yeah. I'd be I'd be doing. I'd be consuming media. Well, I have a hard time because like, dude, when I when I'm like done, like do like doing something, I'm like, well, like. I have to I have to fill the time. Yeah. Like you know, like you know, whatever. Like uh like I've you know, so well you did you did pop into our uh DJ oh, night from the island. Yeah, when I was on the island and um I was doing it on my phone. Yeah. How I, was that on a phone? 
not great. Okay. That was the problem. When you joined, I was like, I was going to say, hey, do you have a desktop? Because I don't even think you, oh, you don't have a desktop. I do. Computer. I do. Oh, I do. Because okay. that's what I do my writing on. Okay. Um, but I didn't have it with me. Gotcha. I had my work computer with me, but I don't think I could access it on there. Yeah. Okay. So I was trying to do my phone, but anytime you got out of the, if you went to anything else. Yeah. 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 It kicked you. It kicked you. Yeah. That was the problem I was having. Um, and I couldn't get on the computer there. So I would like, I stayed in as like long as I could, you know, whatever. But yeah. it, when it kicked, when you got out, it puts you back at the, yeah. the bottom anyway. So I was I like, damn, Ace just really doesn't want to put on tracks. No, I no, guess. I like, I had, I, I'll, I'll t- I can tell you what I had queued up. Okay. Um, I had a TJX six song queued up. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, dynamic duo two. Uh, I had Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler queued up. Okay. Perfect. And I had Through the Fire and the Flames by Dragon Force okay. queued up. So, <laughs> all banger. Yeah. For, it was pretty much just heat. So, for, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about this app called Jukebox, which is what JQBX. Yeah. Um, and basically, what you do is you enter into a room with some people, and then you can kind of elect yourself to be a dj and then you can have multiple people as djs in a line and you basically queue up songs as the night goes on and there's a little text chat box i was in the discord thinking that people might come in and talk but it just made me feel like i was part of something that was like that could have been an alternate timeline of like a chat room where you could also play music back in like the early aughts or some yeah, shit. Yeah, well, it would have been so good for it that. Was, in, in, it was in. I figured out about. I didn't know about the Sugar Cubes, like Bjork's fucking yeah. indie band. That it's insane. Uh, Ty, Ty also played the Sundays, which is yeah. Another Ty band. was dropping heat. Yeah, I know. Th- shout out to Ty. Ty also. <clears throat> I think I was telling you before we started. Ty was talking about we should do Jackbox over Discord. Because I can just p- play the game on my sc- on my screen yeah, and project yeah. in Discord, and we could all get in the room and play, and then also be playing Jukebox. And I was like, that would be cool, but it might be really fucking hard to like play Jackbox and then also worry about keeping the flow. Because at one point, someone was playing some like '90s hip hop, and so everyone was like, the cool thing about this this app is that you can cue a bunch of music, but if someone plays something, you kind of want to keep it that vibe. You can go into Spotify. Like a, and I forgot to mention it, it links up with Spotify and you can queue up songs that kind of keeps with the flow or you can be like me and play like heavy, heavy, low, low <laughs> or like some other bullshit to like, I put Mr. Jones and, and everyone was like, oh, fuck. And then we were all like, no, this is actually fucking good. Like, <laughs> no, dude, Mr. Jones rocks, dude. The, the playlist from the other night is four hours and 47 minutes yeah. long. So we were on there for yeah. a minute. Uh, and I'll post, when we post, when I post this episode, I'll post in the story the, the playlist because, yeah, that was really fun. That was like, I knew I was going to have a good time, but I was like, damn, this is the most I've listened to music like in at one time in so long because I just listened to podcasts and watched YouTube videos. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a lot of fun. No, I was I that's the thing is I was like, damn, I was like, this is chill. I yeah, like, I, I wish I could like you know like be up in this shit. Yeah, you know? yeah I think we'll we'll probably do those a lot more often just because yes. it's like it's low impact. Like yeah. you don't really need to do much. You yeah. Just log on to the website. Really, it's friend not of the, like friend of the show Tyler was on. Friend of the show Mikey. From um, Toxic Schlock. Toxic Schlock. Oh, he was on there? He yeah. was dropping oh, some heaters. Yeah. Shout out, Mr. Kent. Yes. So we had some some really cool like shit that like either you didn't think about or like just never just heard before. Never heard yeah. before. And I'm just like, damn, now I'm going to listen to the sun. I, I put on the Sundays on Sunday. Hey. Dude, Sundays are so good. And I don't really yeah. like listen to like a, them a lot, but like, uh, what's that? What's the hit? 
this is how the story ends or or what have you there's i, I had never heard I, of them going before. Home, oh, for real yeah going home or something something like that. go the, home this is the way the story ends or something like that is a beautiful song yeah it is like legitimately like just really yeah solid and ty was like oh people call this like diet cr- cranberries or whatever oh yeah and i was like i don't think so it's not it's like atmospheric and airy is like or like nonsense as the cranberries in my opinion it's just like i like the cranberries a lot i do too but i hear what you're saying but i'm but i was also like i don't know these are kind of different like i guess i can see the correlation but i'm like i think these are different enough where i wouldn't put disrespect on the sunday yeah 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 like it um so sundays like i'm trying to think of the okay sundays i think is a little more straightforward kind of what you're yeah, talking yeah. about where it's like cranberries are like they're incorporating with a little bit more like uh ambiance yeah a, a little more like, it, it's more like cranberries are more like big room yeah whereas like sun like you could see cranberries playing like a, like a like a small room set or whatever mm-hmm. like but their sound is very big room sundays i have a hard time imagining playing like a huge like a coliseum or something yeah you know a little more subdued um but no that's cool no i like the um what is it it's not Jackbox. It was Jukebox. Jukebox. Jukebox yeah, right. but I was saying Ty was like, we should play games while we do this. Oh shit! And I was like, this would be really cool. It also might be hard that like, oh, I'm I'm having to draw a picture and come up with a concept for this invention while also making sure I'm keeping the vibe going. <laughs> Yo, check it out. I actually fuck with the concept of overloading your brain. <laughs> just, I mean, I love that idea. Let's go. Just like doing, I'm doing 20 things right now. And pimp. you can you can also just be like, these are the songs I'm picking. And they're going to be like I don't care if I fuck up the vibe. You can oh. also you can also yes and nope songs, which and, is the fun part because yeah. it's like if you get if you get downvoted a bunch, then it's it's uh, uh, very fun to make fun of your fellow mm. music DJs. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. trying to put on some like early Japanese city pop funk stuff, and yeah. everyone was like, "Fuck this!" I was like, "Dude, this is good. What I, the fuck?" I like city pop. I don't know that much about it, but like, I mean, it's like I like the hits when I hear them. Yeah, like a Plastic Love or yeah, something. Yeah. You know, like, someone like, put on some R and B, and I was like, oh, "Okay, this is like funk still, kind yeah. of adjacent." And everyone was like, "No, no, man, like, um, no, like that, like for my life out here." Yeah, dude. What's the like? I'll put I'll put it to you this way: there, there are, um. There are city pop records that I've seen so much just to cover, but yeah. I don't actually like just because they're like it's like out there so much. It's on my story so much. Not even just you, dude. Like <laughs> yeah. you know Avery, New Jersey Avery. Yeah. He I, dude, he like loves that shit. Damn. Well, yeah. I guess we need to talk because I don't out. have I was talking about how I have Shout no out, one pimp. to talk to about it. Oh, okay. Well, yo, like, he's he's down. Sick. Yeah, th- things he's into, uh City Pop Bossa Nova. Okay. So, <laughs> so good taste. Respect. Yeah, he's it's good. It's good. That's no. That was fun though. I, yeah. I I wish I like had uh, had been able to get in there a little bit more. But um. Yeah. Uh, as I understand, phone is like the not the ideal way. No. To, no. That sounds to terrible. It. It's trial and error. We. I learned yeah. my lesson. I was like, okay, yeah. this is not the. This is definitely not the way to do this. Um, uh, I can talk about what I did. Yeah. What the fuck did you do, bro? So I beat uh was it resident evil 3 oh i heard you talking about this in the last episode yeah yeah respect stressful but at the the ending part that i was leaving off on that uh, also beat it in under four hours i don't know Fuck why yeah. i said i was it, i had gotten four hours in uh it's a quick ass game okay uh and i also like i said was kind of rushing through things but i don't know i think the game is really asking for you to play it on harder difficulties and do multiple playthroughs to get different stuff uh but either way, it, it it ended really not not as like 
spooky scary and it was way more like actiony so i had a really good time with that okay then after that i was like what what uh, let me abuse myself and i decided to play assassin's creed one on playstation 3 this lasted maybe like two hours because i started playing it and this is the first of the assassin's creed reboots this is no no this is the first assassin's creed i thought the first assassin's creed was nes not that no, I'm, I'm thinking Prince of Persia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very, <laughs> Never bo- mind. Both hooded men. Um, uh, this has to do with the story of Desmond Miles. Desmond. Who, who is uh, kidnapped, basically, by this company called Abstrago or something like that. And then he has to live through, like, Third Crusade Syria. Um, or he's, he's, like, transported back because he is from a long line of assassins. Uh, basically... The story reminds me of like your it's like a it's almost like a Forrest Gump kind of way of like you, your ancestors were always at the right place at the right time. So they right. use this machine called the Animus to go back in time and relive the memories because this like oh. this the Templar are still an association now, but they're like secret and they're fighting against the this other secret sect of people called the assassins i always forget that assassin's creed has this whole like world building thing yeah around it. yeah which i totally forgot about because i played valhalla and i got out of the animus to interact with the modern day world like twice and the whole other time i'm just running around in the in, like going back in time yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so it has to do with that but every time i was actually playing the game it was like 24 frames it was like it, perfect it felt it felt really bad. Like I could get over the controls. Like I, I died like three times trying to scale a wall because I'd run up it and then just jump off off to off a cliff. So I was like, I, I, I just have to like readjust the controls. But it was the controls, the frame rate, and then the fact that there weren't trophies, which is the reason I was playing it on PlayStation Three because I'm a, a weirdo. What did it not have trophies? Yes, this was one of the original PlayStation 3 games before they introduced trophies. Really? So I was playing it and I was like, I'm doing all this shit and trophies aren't popping. For anyone who doesn't know, those are just basically like dumb points that mean nothing that, <laughs> but make it look well, like very important. Yeah, but it's like it's just oh, 100% endorphin like Exactly. Release. It's it's like the same reason we always talk about like the, back in the day people called it quote unquote achievement whores people who would like buy games that were super easy just to get the achievements or the trophies and yeah. then ditch them so i still have a little bit of that like middle schooler in me that's like i need to get all the achievements so th- those three things coming together i was just like i can't do this like this just plays bad like it's it, it just it feels look? weird it looked fine okay for an early ps3 game i was like it actually like not too bad because some ps3 games look fine some of them do not age well yeah definitely um this was one that i thought was like pretty good for what it was that being said i did then i was like well if i can't play assassin's creed one i'm gonna move on and play assassin's creed two so this picks up right and i already know what happens in the story but this is also a game i never played because i played the original assassin's creed when it came out on 360 and ps3 obviously but i picked it up from from two which starts at the very end of one and it's like you um escaping from this company abstrago and the whole backplot of this game is that the templars are trying to use you to infiltrate your ancestors memories so they can find like 
ancient relics to control the world. Oh no, I mean that no. Hold on, that actually makes sense because it's like the oh, concept it makes sense. The yeah. concept of the game is what 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 is the modern time period, so to speak, for it's, Assassin's it's Creed? It's like now. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So so yeah, the concept of the game is like all about if you're getting into the animist, you're going back anyway. So yeah, if yeah. if if a, if a warring faction knew about that, they'd be like, "Yo, let's we got to get in there so we can go back in time and change history." Yeah. Sure. Um so now I'm playing as Ezio, one of his other um distant relatives from the Renaissance era. And I'm like maybe two hours into this game. Within the first thirty minutes, I bumped into Da Vinci, Da Vinci, Da Vinci, Da Vinci, and I and I was just like, "Cool," because I know that there's a whole thing where you in in Italy is insanely nice. Like the the it looks so much better. It's way more open world. Whereas in the first Assassin's Creed game, so far I was in like one area and it was very small and just like a little sandbox. This is like a whole city basically. Um, but like I was saying, you, you team up with Davinci, Davinci, and you ha- ha- like he's already talking about. I was like, I'm painting and stuff, but I, what I really want to do is I want to invent stuff. And I think at one point you get like his like flying device, and you oh. can like run along the rooftops and then fly and shit like that with his. Fuck weird- yeah. <laughs> Does he tell you his code at any point? Um, he probably will at one one point. Uh, but. Already, the, already, this like character Ezio is like way more endearing than Altair, who's the character from the oh, first game. It's not the same dudes. No, well, so you're playing as Desmond. You're playing as the same person, De- just different incarnations of their lineage, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And then there's also like a part where like at the beginning, uh, Ezio gets a rock thrown at him while there's like this fight that breaks out. And he gets a cut on his lip. And then Desmond in the current world also has that same cut on his lip. And I'm like, what's going Why is that a thing? Like, what? So if you, but you can die in the. No, 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 no. This is like, he had that scar on his lip in like the first game. And then his ancestor just happens to get the same scar. And I was like, is there oh. something behind this? Or are they just dumb? Yeah. Uh, I will say that eventually, because I've been like doing a little more research on it. This goes back to like. A, a civilization that predates humanity that has like these objects that control humans and humans are basically subservient to these like almost godlike creatures that are like humans but taller basically <laughs> okay <laughs> i did not know assassin's creed was dude, this yeah like, and, and there's like flashbacks of like their city before like this natural disaster that happens and the the apple um, and and uh, the apple of Eden is like an actual physical object that now that like the Templars are trying to find because it hold- oh. it's like this whole thing. <laughs> and there's cool. like there's oh. a sequence when if you beat Valhalla in 100 percent, there's like or one of the games. It's like Adam and Eve running away from this utopia and shit like that with the apple. So you hold to, on. You have to fight Adam and Eve. No, it's just like a flashback know, of like this time. Just there's movies, right? Is there just one movie? Yeah, I think so. And, oh, that's right. Do they address any of this stuff in the movie? I assume not. I think, the, I, if I remember correctly, the, the movie is just modern day stuff. Because I would love to see a movie to... about all of this kind of stuff. Not necessarily yeah. the, the assassinating yeah. part, but just like this weird ass world building. They do. Yeah, it's pretty bonkers. Like looking more into it, like I knew about, I knew about the, the objects of like, 
Objects power. of power. That's from that's from uh, control. The other game. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's like the apple of Eden. There's like a staff that does something. There's like all these like religious symbols and iconography that are actual physical things. Um, and I knew that the Templar and the assassins were trying to fight over these two. Like either the assist, the uh, the Templar are trying to rule the world, and the assassins are just trying to keep peace, basically. And so, like, I knew about that, but then I started, like, researching more and started learning about this, like, pre-human species <laughs> that, cool. like, predates us and stuff. And I was just like, what? There's even more bonkers shit to this? Yo, so this game is just Chrono Trigger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's just like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, this is just Chrono, Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger with bad frame rate and not as good stories. Okay. All right. So this is Chrono Trigger. Got it. All yeah. right. Nice. But, but some, I've heard, there's, like, 20 of these games. So yeah, There's I'm, a lot of them. I feel like it's just like eating like potato chips. Same thing with like uh, the Marvel movies. Like I started it and I'm like, oh, fuck God, it. I gotta do it. Let's now. just let's just play Assassin's Creed two now. And and I bought a pack that comes with like three games in it. It's like Assassin's Creed two, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and and Assassin's Creed Revelations. Okay. The other two games, I know nothing about. Cool. Okay. So well, I'm so curious to hear about them. Yeah. Nice. If I ever actually be it. Uh, between that, I've been. I also picked up dragon quest 5 but i don't even think i want to talk about that but start playing that on ds okay like, um what's uh i've played one two yeah and three i think classics um, dragon quest 5 is the one that introduced the mechanic where you can capture monsters and use them to fight pre pre pokemon oh, one or two years before pokemon did it so, oh shit so put some respect on my man's name mm, um I, I think as a kid, I, I always gravitated towards those just because of the Toriyama art. Yeah, you know, it's badass. Yeah. Um, I mean, five, what is that? The only thing that's really different about five? Yeah, that's like the new thing they introduced. Uh, the story is also pretty cool because you play as the main character the entire time, and you think that you're kind of like the main character, but it turns out the child you have eventually is the protagonist, mm. like the hero of light kind of character interesting that's like later on in the game um but when, when did they start cool. incorporating like actual main character story because like uh i feel like one two and three it's you're you're playing like an archetype as opposed to like a person yeah am i, I mean, wrong about that or? no that's kind of like their thing is like the silent protagonist the dude yeah. who's just kind of there who like everyone's like Oh, this is the guy. Let's like rally yeah. around him. And I think they've been doing, I think that's like Dragon Quest thing, like kind of like Brave of Default is like they do the JRPG just like to a T. And sometimes I would say, because in some of the stories, they do have a little bit of a twist. Okay. Like I know in 11, there's like a twist and then another twist that's like, oh, this isn't just JRPG, like random JRPG. Like they do a little bit more there. And it's also like one of those things where Dragon Quest's name in Japan is just like, about the same as Final Fantasy at one point was probably was definitely bigger. See, and that, but that's so. This has kind of always been my aversion to Dragon Quest. Is is like okay, you're playing Final Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, you're playing Seven. You, you have Cloud. You know, Aerith, Sephiroth. You know, like 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 uh these like named personality mm. like Barrett. Like you have these like named personality people. Yeah. Uh, and like Eight Squall. You know, uh, Renoa, you know, like, um, nine, I don't play nine, uh, 10, you get, uh, Titus, Titus, 
Yuna. Like these are personality like storied people. And I feel like I, I didn't know if Dragon Quest ever like deviated mm-hmm. away from from that or it was just kind of like like are you having like are, like are the people in your party in Dragon Quest are are, are do they have individual stories? Oh or, for sure. Okay, okay. Uh, Dragon Quest eleven, they do a really good job of fleshing out like each chapter having like Eric is like this uh thief who has this like weird past with his sister and okay. they, like they go into his and like you'll like learn a little bit about their story when you first meet them but then in even like later parts of the game even post game you like learn even more about Interesting. them all right because that because i feel like when i've played others that like at least the early ones that was not the case yeah it was very like you're a, you have a sword yeah for sh- no yeah the first three are just like the the first dragon quest is like hey this is the first time an rpg has been on a, yeah. a, a console and so, so it's, it's like, like, okay, figure it out. You're he- the hero, <laughs> yeah. which is they still kind of keep that with like the main protagonist in each story is like name them. They are silent and you kind of impose yourself. You, like, they don't give you like a, like a, like a pre, a pre name or anything like that. No, interestingly enough in the first three games, they're known as like the Erdrick arc because uh. you play one, two, and then three is apparently three in the, in the story, quote unquote, is a, is is before one and two and you're playing as Erdrick and at the end of three you get the name Erdrick which is like the hero of light I see I see and okay. so in Dragon Quest one and two everyone's always talking about this great hero from the past and that's literally your character from Dragon Quest three. Oh shit okay boom, got mind it blown. boom yeah. boom mind blown there's nice. some there's your Dragon Quest war for today fuck yeah everyone at home cool okay okay yeah that's basically all I've been doing just playing those games and then going back and playing the ones I've been talking about for the last week, few weeks. Killer. Uh, I love it. Do you want to take a quick break and then we can get into some news? Mm, news. We have very little news and then mm. we have some voicemail. News. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. 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 All right. I guess it's time to get into some news. Uh, there's not much this week. Uh, there was an Xbox event that was announced uh, via Video Games Chronicle that has not have anything to do with the one that's happening in like some, what, May? Yeah. So this is going to be an event that's coming up shortly, quote unquote, that is uh, going to be about games rather than the development stuff that I think they're talking about in May. So if you're an Xbox person, I don't know, get uh, have have fun with your Xbox, I guess. There's also been talks about Microsoft buying Discord, which hopefully yeah. is not a thing because that means that Microsoft will have Discord. And I think the last time Microsoft bought a, um, something like Discord, it was Skype. And Skype sucks. Yeah, we all use Skype now, right? And Skype has been ruined. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Don't do it. Please, Microsoft, Microsoft, if you're listening, don't do Ever it. Ever since I got my vaccine, all I want to do is just <laughs> use Microsoft products. It's so crazy that I am Bill Gates. <laughs> Damn. Well, I hope if true. Hold on. Hold on. I'm like halfway there. I have to get one more vaccine. Okay. But then I'll be Bill Gates. Um there's also this really cool video that someone put out on YouTube and then uh Polygon wrote an article about Castlevania's canceled Dreamcast game. Oh. So there's a 3D Castlevania game that was supposed to come out for the ga- uh, Dreamcast. I was about to say GameCube. Gamecast. And- and uh, there's just like a video of this dude loading it up, like this like small demo that I guess they had. 
And it looks pretty cool, and I'm upset that it didn't ever come out. But hopefully, this gets dumped at some point, dumped at some point, so people can like actually play it. But it just shows that the dude's like loading it up. He like shows the disc, and it just looks like some random disc that someone wrote, like Castlevania on it, two thousand <laughs> Castlevania summer mix, Castlevania Castlevania demo. Yeah, and it says E3 demo from 1999 puts disparaging rumors about the game at rest. Um, but PlayStation 2's launch in uh, 2000 obliterated Konami's plans for the Dreamcast, which makes sense. So they were probably working on this. And then PlayStation 2 came out and they're like, well, fuck this. Like, let's do PlayStation 2 stuff. Um, but there's like a, a video of the dude loading it up, walking around some areas and stuff like that. And I just love the Dreamcast and I also love Castlevania. So I've never played Castlevania. Dude, they're sick. Are they? Yeah. I, I feel like it would be a game I'd like. I think I only, I think I played ca- the first Castle, Super Castlevania 4 or whatever for the I have it on the NES Classic okay. or the SNES Classic and uh, had never played one before but I was like this seems like it'd be up my alley it has like fucking vampires and gargoyles yeah. and shit cool stuff. yeah and I started playing it it's Dracula backwards dude <laughs> and, and, and I was like oh this shit is really cool it's like yeah. kind of hard platforming you get fucked up real quick but just the world and the music is really good. Yeah, the music, I, I know is, the music is bomb. Yeah. yeah, I do know that. Hmm. Okay, maybe I get into Castlevania. I think you would fuck with it. Maybe if, I'll come with a castle hey, guy. Even if you don't like the games, the anime insanely good. Is it? Yes. Hmm. Like animation's really good. I think I got Marina for their birthday. This like it's actually on the other side. This statue of oh no 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 right there oh yeah statue I was of gonna Dracula. Ask, I was like yo what is what is that's Dracula. That right there, that's Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And he's kind of cool. He's, he's pretty cool, man. That, that, I can figure of Dracula. Yeah. This, I own him. This man right here, that's Dracula, man. That's Dracula. That's Dracula right there. Yep. I hear you. The last story that I will mention is that, uh, as everyone knows, there is a chip shortage, but there's just an article on Game Rant. Damn, don't tell Tostitos. (laughs) (laughs) Very funny. Very funny. Very funny, dude. Uh, Tostitos makes uh, corn chips. Tomato chips. Got Uh, them. Hint of line. Someone just saying that text manufacturer said there's going to be likely 10% fewer products than previously expected due to the computer chip short shortage. Fuck. This not only affects consoles, but it affects like cars and the computer chips in there. Yeah, 10% less cars. 10% less cars. So maybe yeah. this will be good. That might be all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, if you got a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, congratulations. It's going to be harder to get one pretty soon. And uh, if you're looking for one, be quick because they're going fast. Do uh, it. Uh, with all that said, buy that shit. Let's get into our last selection. Mm, last. Let's head over to the Flock Podcast voicemail box. I Man, honestly I forgot love we that had shit <laughs> so much. Oh my god! Like the first episode y'all debuted that stuff, I was like, I just please, this is like just the whole episode. Yeah, because y'all were destroying me <laughs> the intro when you were guys were like all on my only that. my only regret is that we don't have more god i mean just literally work on just xenoblade crap. chronicles 2 <laughs> yes yes uh. oh yo if if you could send me just an hour of just <laughs> radio announcers of just that saying 
it's stuff from the flock. Uh, I will work out to that every day. <laughs> like, the flock podcast. Yes. Piss your pants and stay a while. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes. <sighs> Fuck yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, we need more. Uh, we have a quick voicemail here. Okay. Cool. What is your favorite video game trope? And what is your least favorite video game trope? Thank you. Sound like they were falling asleep. Maybe they got the, the vaccine <laughs> the today too. Like, uh, what do we mean? What do we mean by trope, though? Um, least and uh, I love when you have gems. Oh, okay. In okay. Games. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you talked about that I would, last time. I would say trope for me. I love any kind of crystal or gem. That's like an implement of a game. But My, it's also like I would games say, will use it as like currencies or just like a thing you have to get. I just thought of a really good one that I fucking hate. What? The boss fight that you're meant to lose. Yeah, that's it. Oh, like don't stupid. Don't just even don't waste don't time. show me even like a health bar. Just give me a cutscene of showing me losing. Right. I don't want even the idea of like because I've I I remember the first time I played Bloodborne which was very short because I played it and died immediately. And I was like, all right, I'm going to play this later. And the same thing with, I mean, I guess you're, you can beat that boss, but there's also JRPGs where I'll play and I'll be fighting a boss, get them down to half percent. And then they'll either like run away or like, just like I'll get beat up and then I'll go to the next scene or whatever like that. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck this. Like it's kind of cool. Um, if you think about like, if there's something like uh, in the original Final Fantasy where you play with Sephiroth and you can kind of see his spells and his shit and like yeah. how powered up he's going to be. But in most games, it's like you only get to see in these like cutscenes you're supposed to lose, you only see like the first wave of a boss's like yeah. last like battle or shit like that. I don't know. Um, I One, I really, I mean, I'm sure this is common, but naughty dog especially mid cutscene quick time events yes oh my god it's just yes. like it's not immer it's not as immersive as they probably think it is wait give me an example of this like if you're doing a cutscene and like the in the cutscene like someone is like holding you over a, a cliff and then it cuts to like you have to mash x a bunch of times <laughs> oh, to like get out of it yeah fuck that like that's not just do it do the cutscene like yeah. not shit, you're, you're not gonna fail it and if you do fail it you're just gonna restart the cutscene <sighs> yeah, like yeah. dumb it's waste like, time I hate, um I hate. let's see things i like um i have always been a a, a big fan of uh rpgs being like my thing like jrpgs uh, there's nothing quite like that. The the like sort of ignorance is bliss of the bigger problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the game, first city like missions and like like quests and stuff like like catching a dog. Papa or, like, wants or, you to go get five meatballs from yeah. the cart. <laughs> I love that like real like mundane, simple like chill. I mean. Here's an example of one that's a little, that's that's actually more. A lot of people don't agree with me on this, but like take Final Fantasy VII for example. Mm -hmm. I love the the Midgar stuff. Yeah, I love the Midgar stuff. Like I, if someone was like they made a whole game that's just you doing stuff in that city, 
I'd be like, oh, do they have that? Check the Steam store for any game that's probably two dollars or less. No, um, that's literally what Final Fantasy VII Remake is. For real? Yes. Oh, it's damn, like, I didn't I know that. That's insane that you say exactly on the nose what it is. Oh, Final I had Fantasy, no idea. Final, I don't have anything to play yeah, that on. Exactly. Final Fantasy VII Remake is literally a, I think I put thirty to forty hour Midgar. Fuck yes, dude. Like I like so first like, um. First city early stuff. Yeah. Like, okay, you take a look at uh let me go into a classic here. Ocarina of Time. Like when you're a little kid. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. whole, you know, kind of time period where it's like there there are problems out there, but they're not super serious yet. You know, I like that. What I don't like, cause cause I think it's been done to the point now where it like uh just kind of I don't know. Like, it doesn't have the same effect anymore, but I play a lot of games that have, like, secret ending or whatever. You don't... Just just make that the regular ending. Yeah. Like, I... Like, because I, I, I don't... I, I think that... If you beat a game on not the secret ending, it's... You didn't really... It's, like, almost like you don't get... I... When I find out there's an additional ending, I'm like, oh, I didn't really get the... I didn't really complete that. Yeah. Right. So it's like you might as well just make just don't do that. Like yeah. what's the like what's the kind of the point? Cuz it's it it would be weird and annoying to play through something get like the basic ending and being like I guess I'm just going to put it down. You yeah. know kind of it's like don't give anybody that option. Just like make the final ending. I don't like yeah. I don't like the secret ending shit. It's like uh I know from experience kingdom hearts does a thing if you 100% everything and you like get the there's like a regular ending but at the i think there's a good way to do it at the very end of like almost every single kingdom hearts game if you do everything you can and you beat the game at the end you'll get like a secret cutscene that's kind of like this is what the next game is going to be I, that's cool yeah I, that's fine i i think that's i think withholding information or like uh like like success or accomplishment or wrapping up the story because you didn't get like the ending plus one is like really yeah. annoying. It's just like, just make whatever that additional thing is the last part. That's mm-hmm. it. That's that, you know, those are the two, those are my two things I like and dislike. Uh, if I had to pick something that I do like, I don't even know if it's a trope, but I guess it kind of is um, treasure chests behind waterfalls. Mm, that's just tight. Every t- if, if I'm in a playing video game and I see a waterfall and there's not a treasure chest behind it, shit game. Also, also the the in a game the first time you get some sort of item or something that you can fly with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. That that first feeling Airship. of like I can travel so much farther now. This is amazing. Yep. Yeah, yep. Warp ability or something or being like okay now I don't have to traverse by yes. foot. You yeah, that's such a good like ah. Oh. Fine. Yeah, that Final shit Fantasy Six with the airship, or like mm, I know in true. in, in a Dragon Quest Eleven, you have a ship, um, but eventually you get like to fly on the back of this. I guess this is spoilers. You get to fly on the back of this giant like sea whale, who just kind of like you can just go the anywhere in the map. Yeah, exactly. From Link's Awakening. Yeah. Uh, we got one more. This should be interesting. Mm. Uh, I also forgot. Well, I'll just do it at the end of this. Okay. Hey, uh, Dewey, this is uh, Charthus at the weight room. Um, we had a bunch of complaints last week about uh, about someone matching your description who uh, kept dropping the dumbbells saying, 
Uh, hold on, I got it written down here. Saying, uh, uh, here's, the, here's the complaint form. Saying, ooh, too heavy, hurt my widow arms. <laughs> and, uh, and crying, a lot of crying. Um, and that was just a little disturbing for the other patrons of the gym. So, um, gonna have to ask you to only do that shit, uh, you know, when other people aren't around because, uh, scaring the other customers. Um, anyways, uh, that's it. Um, the really small weights for children are, you know, where those are. So just use those next time. Okay. Thank you. Uh, bye. This is funny because I only go to the gym when it's closed. Mm. So no one no, would have been no. there. So I've been set up. No. Interesting. No, I think it sounds like you were there. I just now thought about uh, like the concept of this, of going to the gym and somebody being in there, lifting like fine, but like loudly crying. That's the thing? Well, no, I'm saying how weird would that be? Oh. Could, could, like I'm going to go to goals after this. If I walked in there and someone is lifting, but they're just Balling. sobbing. Fuck. <laughs> You can't kick that person out, can you? No. <laughs> I guess probably not. Yeah, that would be sick. Maybe you should see. <laughs> just walk in there. You can't kick me <gasps> out. Just, who's Jeffrey? <laughs> like, and the thing is, is like somebody like I, I'm imagining somebody walking up to them and being like, Are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> you know. Just <gasps> you know, but just sobbing the whole I mean because people were yelling in there sometimes, and that's yeah. okay. I, uh, I guess I don't, I don't go to the same types of gyms. I've never heard anyone yelling True. before. Um, well, I mean, like, you know, maybe you maybe you hit like something like really heavy, and you're like, oh, you know, whatever. Like, okay, you're like, oh, like, uh, ooh, mommy. <laughs> yeah, you do that. Oh no! Big get left and go. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that would be funny too. <laughs> Just go every or in time. Dewey's case, you say, "Ow, my widow arms." <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, <laughs> if you would like to call and leave a voicemail anytime, day or night, you can call the show at eight zero four two eight six zero six two six, or as we like to say around here, eight zero four Bummo Man. Uh, if you like this podcast, please feel free to rate it five stars and leave a review, and then I will read it. Um, if you want to email us for whatever reason, you can email us at theflockpodcast at gmail.com. All of that stuff, as long as well as our Discord and, and all our social stuff will be in the description. Ace, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, yo. Thank you for having me. Always love uh, coming on here. I listen to The Flock every single week. I listen to every Patreon episode. And my life is pretty dope. So if you hear, if you, <laughs> if you hear that from me, you should do the same thing. Uh, yes. If you're already listening to this, uh, you probably listen to it all the time, but if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you should subscribe to that shit. Cause yo, man, I'm in the podcast game. I'm in the podcast sphere. I'm in the uh scr- the podcast actors guild, uh, the PAG. Uh, yo, this shit costs. I haven't mo- gotten my this, card yet. This shit costs money, pimp. So you need to hook these boys up with the cash. Yes. <laughs> okay. How else would I buy all this shit candy? Yeah, he's got. We got this shit candy has to be paid for. And these great microphones. Yo, these microphones are dope. Um. But yeah, that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks again. I've been Dewey. Uh, My name is Ace. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yes. (laughs) And thanks for flying with us. (laughs) 